Welcome back. Welcome. Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Mind of the Fox. I am the host, Narchita Healthy Hoodlum. How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Y'all good? I hope y'all doing amazing. I'm amazing. So, you know, something everyone, of course, wants to know about is the weight loss journey. How did I start? How did I, what did I do? How, how did you do it? Because people hear that I've lost 240 pounds naturally. Yes, I said naturally. And they have all these questions, concerns, and can you give me tips, this, that, and the third? So, you know what? Today we'll go ahead and talk about the weight loss journey as best as I can. And I'll give you the background. I'll give you, you know, how I did it. I'll give you the aftermath of losing the weight. And yeah. So let's start. I was, you know, the typical fat kid. I grew up in a household that, you know, pretty much was unhealthy as far as just eating habits. I mean, unhealthy in a lot of ways, but we're just going to stick to the eating for now. Unhealthy with a lot of eating habits. I was, you know, the typical black kid in the hood. Uh, fast food, the meals that, you know, your parents put together would be like fried chicken, pork chops, spaghetti, all that stuff and, and then if you didn't have you know the means to you know buy the food that you really wanted you would have to make do and create something that my grandmother used to call goulash is where you throw everything in the pot and it's probably gonna end up red and those are her words i'm not sure why but everything that ended up in the pot of goulash turned red i don't know maybe some of y'all in y'all black communities y'all know what i'm talking about with the goulash but Yes, it's literally a meal of just whatever you could find, you know, even a couple noodle days. I'm sure everybody's been there. So just a lot of unhealthy foods, a lot of unhealthy habits. Um, I, I honestly think this is just, just as me just looking back now as a 30 year old that I was never meant to be big. I mean, nobody is really not to, never meant to be big. But you know what I mean? Like some people have bigger um, um, just bodies than others. You're just naturally just a bigger person and have more thickness than other people. I was never meant to be the case. I'm only like 5'8". Now that I'm, you know, older and I've lost all the weight, I'm short. I have small arms, small legs, small torso. I was never meant to be overweight. Never, right? So, to me, it started out when I was a baby. I actually came out a little bit over five pounds. And I think at that point, just listening to what my parents used to tell me, my grandmother and them, my grandmothers and them used to feed me whole bunch of stuff that they probably shouldn't have been feeding a baby because I was so tiny they thought that every time I cried that I was hungry I don't know if y'all ever have dealt with that in, in, in y'all family where the answer to everything is feed the baby to shut them up that's not always a good thing to do sometimes the baby's not always crying because they want food I'm just saying we got to figure these things out people but um, yeah, I mean, I, my whole life that I can remember, I was pretty much overweight. I went through the stage of husky. I don't even know if you know, a lot of people know what that is. It's a, it's a stage called husky right before you get to like the chubby stage. You kind of husky and cute, got a little, you know, cute little chubby cheeks and all that. But then it, it's, it's no longer cute when you go from husky to chubby. So now you just fat from fat, you obese and you go morbidly obese. That was my trend. Every year I was getting bigger. Uh, but the crazy thing was I was actually playing sports all my life pretty much until I dislocated my knee at 17 or even well, knee, now I'm still an athlete in my mind but I was always active playing some kind of sport football basketball just running biking 
I'm not really sure how the weight packed on. I'm just going to say maybe a slow metabolism. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but maybe it was just so much unhealthy food couldn't counteract the activity. I guess you could say. I don't know. But year after year, I got bigger and bigger. Around middle school is where I really didn't like being overweight. I was probably around a heavy two something. So a big middle schooler. Haven't reached the threes yet, but I knew I was, you know, bigger than everybody else. And it was the moment of truth when you go to the roller coasters with your friends and you can't fit anymore. It was seventh or sixth grade. I can't remember, can't recall. I blocked, I blacked it out, blacked it out. I blocked it out of my memory for a while. So it was kind of like, you know what I mean? I really wasn't trying to think about it, but yeah, sixth or seventh grade, you know? Went to went to Great America, the roller co- the ro- um, a theme park, and everybody's getting on. I went to Clamp. I'm trying to push as hard as I can to get this to close because nobody wants to be that person that got to get off. But it didn't work. It didn't work. 10, 11 years old, I was forced to get off the roller coaster. Now you got to play the big tough guy. I don't want to ride this shit. I didn't want to ride that anyway. I didn't want to ride this. So that was it from there. Uh, you know, I knew I didn't like where I was headed in life, but... You know, your environment can shape you a lot. You know, when something is going wrong with the plant, if it's, you know, uh, dying for whatever reason, you typically change up the soil. So it was my soil that had me in this you know, unhealthy environment that just kept me getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's almost like after a while, uh, uh, people just start calling me Big Nard. So as y'all know, previously I've talked about the, you know, different personas that one kind of came about only because I had to embrace something that people was already calling me. I don't know if you've been through that where you have to embrace your flaws and almost like talk about yourself enough where people are not going to talk about you. You know what I mean? So my gap kind of early on in life taught me that, that I got to pretty much be, be great with your flaws because somebody definitely will point them out to you. If you know kids, kids are horrible. Let's just be honest. So yeah, middle school, Middle school was the point where I really should have made some changes, but I didn't. And of course, that festered over into high school where now I'm just even bigger. Um, you know, I ain't gonna lie, smoking a lot more weed about the time middle school, uh, eighth grade, seventh grade is when I started. And of course, you know, what comes with smoking weed, the munchies. So, yeah, uh, McDonald's on my own. You know, now I'm in high school, so I'm catching the bus, so I'm on my own. And, got all this you know uh uh um the munchies and we just eating horrible and then around probably what uh my junior year when i could start driving that's when things just really started to blow up because of course now i have access to go to different places go to different things and smoke even even more weed with the friends and even more horrible food so it was just a cycle of just blowing up blowing up um say at 17 is when things really took a turn for the worse um, I wanted to, you know, now try to go out for football. I'm gonna be honest. The last two, three years, I wasn't doing nothing. Like I said, my sophomore, junior year was just smoking, hanging out with the gang, gang, right? But now all of a sudden, I want to try to do this active sport of football after not being active pretty much for two years. So I blame myself for my injury, hands down. Now that I look back, I can reflect and say, absolutely. You shouldn't have did that. In fact, funny enough, it messed up my band scholarship because once I hurt my leg, I couldn't do marching band anymore. But 
Went out for football. It was a, a non-contact fucking injury. We're doing raised ladder drills where you put your leg, you know, one in, in one in a, of the little squares, and pretty much like like I said, raised ladders. My foot got caught in one of the 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 ropes, I guess you can say, whatever. And instead of just falling, um, I still tried to go forward and put my other leg forward to finish the drill. And when I came down, like I said, my foot is literally caught in the ladder. So as I'm coming down, it went ahead and I pretty much all my weight, the three something plus pounds, it was on all my right leg. And then from there, the knee dislocated. It was a horrible injury. <sighs> yeah, you ask some of my teammates back then, I'm sure they can describe it better than I can because I didn't see it. I felt it. But yeah, dislocated the knee toward the ACL, MCL. Long story short, I spent my whole senior year pretty much um, on bed rest. The first semester, so all summer, I had to let the dislocation heal before I can get surgery. And then after it healed for a month or two, I went ahead and had surgery, right back to bed rest for a month or two. And then the beginning of the year was me pretty much rehabbing, learning how to walk. Um, in my senior photos, you can see me with the cane. I actually needed that cane because I was still learning to walk. It was a very tough time in that process. I ain't gonna lie. I got addicted to pills. I mean, not like where it was, you know, like that, but it was something easy to shake because, of course, I'm a weed smoker, so I just went back to smoking more weed, but definitely got to the point where I was counting down the hours to take them pills, and my mom had to kind of take them from me because, literally, I was just popping them to pop them. Um, so, yeah, kind of got addicted to pills. Depression had set in. Life had changed. Like I said, it, it, it yeah. So from there, I stopped giving a fuck about a lot of stuff. I could say easily another hundred pounds probably came. So, you know, I, I believe my biggest is over one uh, 425. I just will never know that because at some point I stopped weighing myself. I got to be 19 and I just stopped weighing myself because I had to get on an animal scale. Yes. If you're morbidly, morbidly obese, excuse me. They put your fat ass on an animal scale. It's the most horrible shit ever. Literally, it's a scale for animals that are a thousand plus pounds. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, not that, but we yeah, like, it could be that big. But anywho, so the last time I weighed myself was 425. After that, I was like, uh, I'm good, doc. You can keep that shit to yourself. You ain't got to tell me. I mean, of course, I weighed myself every time I saw my doctors, but I, I, you ain't got to tell me. You can keep that shit to yourself. So I believe I got up to about 440, in my opinion. Um, cause I gained weight, of course, even after seeing a 425. So what changed, right? 400 some pounds, 19 years old. Thank God. I didn't really face too many like health problems. I had bad sleep apnea for sure. Like bad, bad sleep apnea. I had to wear the dark Vader mask and shit. And it was horrible. It was horrible, but it was keeping me alive. Cause I, yeah, I did a sleep test and they would say sometimes in one minute I would, I would stop breathing like 10 to 15 times so yes when i say close to death close to death could have died in my sleep many of times um i was on metformin i was also on some pre-diabetic medicine so but I, it wasn't nothing where like i actually had anything the worst of the worst of course was the sleep apnea of course i always thank god for that that he protected me through that time of me not protecting myself you know what i mean so but long story short um what changed was me was a doctor 
Oh, I, I, damn, I wish I could remember this doctor name because every time I tell this story, I can't. But it, it doesn't even matter. It, all it matters is I had a doctor, a real last, like, uh, he was like my weight loss doctor. He wasn't my, norm, my normal general um, primary care doctor. He was actual weight loss doctor. I was in. I was. I was gonna get the weight loss surgery. Fun enough, they recommended it. Um, they was like, you gotta lose 50 pounds on your own before you can get the surgery. And it was a whole process. You gotta lose the weight. You gotta go through the psycho evaluation and all that shit, right? Um. So yeah, pretty much every time I saw him, you know, to do our check-ins, he would be like, if you don't make any changes, you're gonna die within a year. Uh, literally that's how he was saying and that's that's what well, that was my turning point my wake-up call because every time i seen this man he was like you don't make no changes you go die in a year i'm just yeah you're dying a year so something triggered i was like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i was like oh my god i'm gonna die and i didn't want to die i didn't want to die didn't want to die from being fat didn't want to die from being fat um you know your family uh, quick 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 side note when i said that i kind of thought of something Another triggers was my uh, my family is funny. Funny, they would be the type of family that would talk about you, but then offer you a plate. Be like, "Oh, you some some you big and blah blah blah." Oh, you want another plate? No, I'm the you're the fucking reason I'm I'm the way I am now. But I never forget my grandmother, God rest her soul. She was like, "You go get so big, where you go die and not be able to fit in the casket." That's another thing that stuck with me. Not gonna lie, not more than of course the doctor telling me I was gonna die, but I, I remember that for, for sure too. Um. So the one thing that got me going, I'm not going to lie, was Biggest Loser. However, I do feel some type of way about Biggest Loser because I, I believe at some point it was a fraud. Once I did my research later on in life and realized a lot of people gained the weight back, I'm like, hell, y'all sold a dream to people. But it really wasn't a dream because I lost weight and I gained it back and lost it ultimately, you know, for good. So, but it's just in my mind sometimes you don't believe something is possible until you can see it so i will always credit biggest loser for showing me that it is possible to lose the weight on your own so i started off losing the 50 pounds once i got to about 60 pounds on my own i kind of went back to the doctor and i was like man fuck that surgery i'm like fuck all that surgery i'm tired of taking all these pills um the appetite suppressors and uh-uh I, so I, I went full natural i stopped taking pills I, of course i was still doing my um uh uh sleep apnea stuff so you know for sure but after about another six months to a year i stopped doing the sleep apnea um i would say within a year i was able to lose 120 pounds and this is how i know success is a mindset and that's why i'm saying i'm not gonna knock biggest loser because after losing 120 pounds i was never forget i was 21 i just lost 120 pounds i was at like 290 something i was feeling myself 290 feeling good i'm 21 in vegas i I never forget this and i'm like this is the turning point of my life where i'm about to just become a whole new person yeah mentally i wasn't ready to become a new person because i didn't kick the habits or just a lifestyle i should say that you know you i didn't make it a lifestyle change i should say i would just changing a few things here and there if if you're overweight i'm gonna just say this if you're overweight like extremely overweight morbidly obese losing 100 pounds is easy because you're gonna start implementing exercise you're gonna start implementing changing your diet of course right so the first 100 pounds is gonna fall off this is me just being honest with you if you have to lose more than 100 pounds, it's the next part of that journey that's going to be hard. Our bodies are creatures of habits. And so, yeah, if you 
pretty much implement a whole bunch of unhealthy habits, that's where it will pick up. It's all the unhealthy habits. If you insert a lot of healthy habits, it'll start picking up those healthy habits. And at some point, you'll hit a plateau because your body has caught up to what you you know were putting it. The stress that you was putting on it, it's caught up to that. It's now your lifestyle is now eating good, working out. So it's a mental thing. It's definitely a mental thing. Gain 90 pounds back. So a lot of photos people see when I do my before and afters are not actually at 425 or above. I don't have too many of those photos because I stopped, you know, taking photos. A lot of the photos people see me is 380 to about 390 when I gain the weight back. So a lot of the photos you see online is for sure is not 400 pounds. I only have like one or two of me actually being that size. Um, it's really like 380. So now I'm 380. have lost the weight and I'm like, what in the hell just happened? What in the hell just happened? And and this was another defining moment where I could have easily did what most people do and stay in that mediocre mindset and be like, I tried, y'all. Y'all saw me try. I tried. I tried my best. No. I started beating myself up. And that's what you got to do is you got to really get mad at yourself. And I got mad at myself that I gained it back. And from that anger, I turned that into really, you know, motivation from the motivation became you know, discipline from discipline, you know, you, you go on and on, but it started off with anger. I was very mad at myself. I was very mad and it wasn't the mad where it's like, oh, I'm a, uh, just go eat bad. It was a whole, I don't know. It was like a light bulb moment. I had flipped the switch. I was mad where I spent almost two to three hours a day in the gym, beating up my body. Now, now that I'm on this side of the journey, I can say it's 80-20 nutrition and fitness. You know what I'm saying? You really don't have to work out too much to lose weight. The fitness aspect is just to, to, to tone the body. The kitchen makes the, the, the transformation possible, and then the gym will give you the actual results you really, really want, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I was I, so how I did it is I literally gave up everything that wasn't going to get me to my goal. I sacrifice, man, still to this day, sacrificing leisure time, sacrificing time with, with my girl, sacrificing time with drinking. All, my whole life changed. The whole life changed. I will always say I'm a smoker. I like the marijuana. Mary Jane. She's my main thing. She's my, my, my Mary Jane, my main thing. But I had to zip, discipline myself with that where I had a rule. If I didn't get up and work out, I couldn't smoke. So because I like to smoke in the morning, I was getting up at 5 a.m. almost every damn morning to get it in, to get it in because I like to smoke. So it was just a quick mind hack. You can't smoke if you don't work out. Bam. And in working out, it made me eat better because now you don't want to mess up the workout about eating bad. So it's just small mind hacks, right? Small mind hacks. But that was the first one. It was a complete lifestyle change. I changed everything I was doing for us, eating, drinking, all of it. So I'm going to just say, if you're not ready to change your complete life around, don't start because you're going to always fail. If you're just changing a couple of habits here and there, at some point you're going to hit a plateau where you got to know it's a lifestyle change that you're going to be on this journey for the rest of your life. Right? Changing small little habits at some point won't get you there because we're, we're, we're prone to always go back to what we know, to go back to the familiar Right. And there's always some traumatic experience that's going to send you back to that old place. And that's why you got to have that discipline and mindset to change your life around where that person don't even exist no more. I always talk about it where it's almost like 
um, the Phoenix, the Phoenix rising where you have to burn yourself. You have to burn off the parts of you go through the fire that do not make sense anymore. There's not growing you. That's not elevating you. So, so you become the diamond version of you. So when you do go through those hardships, that person that you know was in the past, you can't even go back to because you literally set that person on fire. You know what I'm saying? Literally, figuratively, not literally, literally, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. I changed up everything, everything. And at that point, it took me a good two years. My goal was to lose 200 pounds. And I kept saying, I'm lose 200 pounds, I'm lose 200 pounds. And I kept saying, it's almost like I, I spoke it into existence. I'm going to be honest. You got to speak it till you believe it. And then once you believe it, you can go see it. But I spoke it. I put the effort into it. And I lost 200 pounds. Ultimately, I the most I went was 240. I got down to 175 was the lowest I've ever been. Um, but even with the loose skin, you know what I'm saying? I probably believe I, I weigh less than that because the loose skin, I believe, adds on an extra like another 15 to 20 pounds. That's just in my, my opinion. So it took me about four years to lose the weight as far as doing the process of losing the 120, gaining the 90 back, and ultimately, of course, losing the 240. That was about a four or five year process. And then for, I would say that was about, like I said, about four years ago. So I've kept off the weight. That's a huge aspect of a weight loss journey that people don't know. It's one thing to lose weight. That's a whole battle in itself, I'm going to be honest. But there's a whole nother ball game to keep it off. To keep it off. And not only just to keep it off, but to keep going in the process of constantly getting better. Now, I've, I've had probably just one year of just like fuck it year where... I think it was about two years ago where I just didn't care. I was just like, oh, my God, I've, I've done all I could do. I'm in the best shape of my life running marathon. Well, I ain't run no marathon. I'm sorry. I ran a 5K. OK, even at, and then I ran the 5K because the doctor told me I wouldn't, you know, would never do it. He said, you never run again. I thought I just dislocated my knee and I you know, wanted to prove just the world wrong. I just wanted to prove not, you know, that that doctor, because I don't even know that doctor no more. But it was more so just proving limitations of what people will put on you wrong you know what i'm saying um yeah 5k and and working out you know harder than ever i can do things i've never done before you know what i'm saying we'll definitely talk about the the gifts and curse of losing weight in another episode but i'll definitely go into detail on like some of the gifts of losing 240 pounds but also some of the curses but yeah i had a year of just effort i didn't care i didn't weigh myself i didn't I was just enjoying life, and I probably gained another 30 pounds, which I've I've lost since then. I probably went up to like 220, uh, but it was just one of them years of just feeling free, not caring. So ultimately, I'm going to say this. This is a journey, and it's a journey for the rest of my life, and a lot of you don't you know, need to be on journeys for the rest of your life, not just with weight, but that was just the one thing that was my stronghold was food and weight, but some of y'all are addicted to other stuff. Some of y'all have, you know... um, um, weaknesses in other areas and once you understand what your weakness is you have to understand that you always gonna be battling that weakness your whole entire life your whole entire life so it's a journey it's a journey where every day I have to wake up and mentally know that we got to get better it's not about staying content I mean yeah you could be happy with where you at but I'm like life is about getting better literally trying to get better every single day and out of I've understand the the recipe for success right there's no secret but there is a recipe when i know the recipe for success i'm now um spilling that over into other areas of my life business finances relationships getting better in every aspect of my life so yeah i was an unhealthy kid you know 
grew up in an unhealthy environment. I was chubby, husky, fat, obese, morbidly obese, all of it. Got up to 400 pounds, able to lose 240, you know, kept it off. I'm keeping it. Well, kept, kept it off. Yeah, I'm definitely kept it off because there's no going back ever. The, I don't even, I, 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 my body won't even let me go back. Like when I probably gain at this point, probably like 10, 15 pounds, I'm like, oh, I'm sluggish. And I'm like, oh, I feel fat. That's funny that I probably like 100 190 pounds to 200 pounds I feel sluggish and fat <laughs> that is crazy to me that yeah it's just crazy to think about my body won't even let me go back you feel what I'm saying so this is the best part of it and people always be like do you miss certain things you know I don't eat certain things now I'm damn near vegan we'll get into that at some point uh, I juice I do fast I do water fast I just came off a five day water fast this year about a month ago that was pretty awesome um, no, actually at the beginning of the year, I'll take that back in January. So, um, that was pretty awesome. And yeah, I don't miss anything because I gained the life that I never saw possible. So it's just the fear of letting go of a, of a, of a, of the idea of, of who you are to accept the version of who you need to be, who you, who you, who you were destined to be. All I always say it's never too late to become the person you were destined to be. And it's not. It's not. If you were destined to be somebody, you can always change your life around. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it's, it's not easy. But it, it is easy once you understand the goal you have, the vision you have. You understand you're tired of being tired. You know what I'm saying? It's easier then. The big thing I can tell people is find your why. What is going to keep you going when that scale doesn't move? What's going to keep you going if you have a month of just of, of no real progress? the why my why was i didn't want to die right that was my why then my why now is to is to motivate and inspire what nipsey say to hustle and motivate i'm grinding and hustling just to motivate y'all to show you what's possible so literally this journey is not even about me anymore because it was about me i ultimately could be hella selfish and just and just literally do for self and never post anything you feel me but that's not the case i want to show everybody it's possible i want to do it for the 400 500 600 pound person and be like it's possible not only is it possible i did it with a a limited hindering factor that i didn't let stop me which was the the nerve damage in my right leg i could have easily stopped in and be like okay because certain things i really shouldn't be doing as far as running and jumping and and jump rope in because there's no nerves in my in, in my lower right uh uh leg um but no be- below excuse me my knee and on the top of my right foot i can't lift my right foot at all if somebody was to give me a billion dollars they offer you a billion dollars right now to lift your foot i would not be able to get that billion which sucks in my mind i'm telling my foot to lift but it ain't going no fucking where so I do this for y'all now, but once again, it's a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle journey. And, and if you're not ready to really do the dirty work, grind it out, had them days where it don't make sense and you still going, then don't start. This is my Jedi mind trick. I really want you to start, but I'm just letting you know, if you go start and start with the mindset of you're not doing it for vanity, you're not doing it to look good you're doing it to be healthy you're doing it to set it a healthy example for your family maybe your family is waiting on you to lose weight so they know they can lose weight i have so many people now not just in my you know immediate family but i call my fit fam that are chasing their dreams and goals because they saw me chase mine not just with the weight they see me now living in my purpose of being a life coach being a motivational speaker 
motivating people i don't know i don't know half the people around you know uh, uh the world that's following me but it's dope to know that i can inspire and motivate hustle and motivate you feel me so that's all life is about is becoming the best version of you and that's all i now want to help people do is become the best version of them by becoming the best version of me and showing you that anything is possible once you believe i'm possible so that's just the, the little you know i guess you could say story behind big narch and narchi the narchi comes in where now i'm just zen i'm kind of flowing with the earth i flow with energy you know i put out only love you know um i'm writing a book called born a born a lion became a gorilla still a beast i'll definitely do a, a, i'll do an episode kind of on that where i'll touch on the premise of it i won't go too deep because once again i'm writing a book so i don't want you know i don't i don't want y'all to just listen to the podcast and i go get the book that's what that's what we ain't gonna do so yes but i love y'all and i hope i hope that my story can really motivate you to know that anything is possible i'm gonna keep telling my story as much as i can because i want to put it out there that impossible is what you make it perception will never be reality but your reality will always be what you perceive you feel me if the perception you have in your mind that will manifest into reality but the reality people people put out is not all, the, all it's not always the perception they have in their mind so i want you to understand that your mind controls your body train your mind your body will follow so i hope you have an amazing day i hope y'all got something out of my story um tune in to the next episode what are we always doing we're changing the mind the body the soul marathon continues we living in mamba mentality i want y'all to bless up have an amazing day i love y'all